0: Good morning to you all. Greetings from Thelma and John in Switzerland. In today's Gospel, Jesus continues the Last Supper discourse. It is John 16, verses 5 to 11. Let me read it to you. Jesus said, Now I am going to him who sent me. Yet none of you ask me, Where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, Sorrow has filled your hearts. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will prove the world wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin, because they do not believe in me. About righteousness, because I am going to the Father and you will see me no longer about judgment because the ruler of this world has been condemned
1: the apostles are understandably upset and saddened when Jesus tells them that he will be leaving them they must have been confused, hurt and having thoughts of abandonment over the last three years Jesus had become the center of their lives of their universe goodbyes are often difficult. And the closer the relationship, the more difficult it becomes to let go and say goodbye. During Jesus's public ministry, this small group of followers must have become very closely knit. How could leaving the apostles possibly be for their own good?
0: As we both prayed about this, we recalled when we prepared to take the boys, one at a time, to university, and to say goodbye. We knew as parents that this was a pivotal moment in their lives and development. Clearly, it was for their own good. But for the parents, it's a very difficult moment. We worry if they will fit in. Will they make good friends? Will they act responsibly with their new freedoms? Will they enjoy their subjects? Will they make good use of this privileged opportunity to grow, learn, and mature? When we say goodbye to our children and allow them to become fully responsible for themselves, something dies inside each parent. And yet, it's very important that this happens. I expect that, humanly speaking, Jesus could easily have identified with these feelings at this moment. Would the fledgling church persevere through the early persecutions? How well would the apostles deal with disagreements of interpretation of doctrine?
1: In his humanity, Jesus is limited in space and time. He can only be in one place at one time. He can only accomplish in a day's effort what he can humanly do in 24 hours. However, when he sends us the heavenly advocate, The Spirit can infuse creation and be omnipresent, bestowing his gifts and graces as the Father wills it. Now we can appreciate the truth of Jesus' assertion that it is better for us that Jesus ascends to the Father and sends the Holy Spirit to initiate and animate the fledgling church. The new church, like children, will need to learn to launch Another reason why this passage caught our attention is that in this passage we never hear the word Trinity, yet Jesus mentions all three persons of the Godhead. For me this points to the fact that God reveals himself to us, yet we only gradually understand many truths of our faith. And one of these truths is that God, our perfectly loving Heavenly Father, never abandons his children. This truth we may hear hundreds of times over our lives, but we only assimilate this truth when we live our daily lives and seek his presence in the daily circumstances. Then we will recognize over and over again the real experience of this truth for ourselves. At that point, our conviction becomes firm and we can then share with others the truth we have personally experienced as God's truth.
0: Lastly, we just want to mention the final point of the short passage. The Spirit of Truth will clarify all our erroneous ideas and misconceptions regarding sin, righteousness, and condemnation. He will right all the wrongs and put an end to fake news. Society's mistaken notions of what is good and what is evil will be exposed for the futile muddled thinking that it is. Do we in our lives sometimes avoid opportunities for spiritual growth by clinging to what we know, what is safe and what is painless? Are we open to the Spirit to teach us about sin, condemnation and true righteousness in our troubled fake news world? Holy Spirit, Spirit of truth, please come live in me and give me the courage to allow you to transform my actions and my thoughts into those that you have always planned for me.